Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This flighty tale, Story Club members, might make you wonder if it's a nightmare or reality. It's one I call Shadow of the Bat. I couldn't remember it getting dark so early. It was after five in the evening and all the blue had already disappeared from the sky. It was late October, and as I was walking home through my neighborhood of Homewood, parents' cars were pulling up in driveways coming home from work. Because I lived less than a mile from school, I often walked home after football practice. Coach Seward really drilled us this afternoon, and I was exhausted. I play left tackle on the offensive line. Hit it harder, Jonathan! I could still hear the coach's words slice into my brain from when we'd been hitting the blocking dummies. The memory made my headache pound even worse. And Deacon Morris, the big, beefy linebacker, all 230 pounds of him, broke the line during a scrimmage and struck me with his boulder of a head. A big white light flashed in front of my eyes, and the next thing I remembered was Coach Seward and some of the team members standing over me telling me to wake up. And then the coach threw some water on my face. I don't know why Deacon Morris had it in for me. He was the biggest fifth grader at my school, a huge bully who always wore a stupid red ball cap. I just wanted to go home, lay down, and go to sleep. But I had an American lit test to study for. My grades were slipping. And if I failed the test, I would be suspended from playing football. I started to think about my classwork as I walked, you know, to get a jump on my test prep but I couldn't remember which old dead guy wrote, all that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. Weird. I could remember that line, but not who wrote it. What the heck did it mean anyway? Suddenly, there was a flapping sound above me. It sounded like somebody waving a couple of paper fans in the air really fast. Ouch! Something bit me on the neck. It was a, a bat, a huge one. Something warm trickled from my neck. Blood. I started to feel woozy, like I did when Deacon Morris pounded me in the head earlier. I was gonna pass out. Home was only two houses away, but I wasn't gonna make it. I knew. Then, everything went black. He'll be okay, a voice said. It's just a small abrasion on his neck. I opened my eyes and saw Mom, Dad, and Dr. Polidori, our family doctor, standing over me. How are you feeling, Jonathan? The doctor asked. 
I was just telling your parents that you need to take it easy out there on the football field, or you're gonna wind up in the hospital, or worse. But it wasn't football, I said. It was a bat. They all peered at me like I'd turned five shades of purple. Mom said there were no bats living in Homewood. She'd lived here her entire life. The doctor and my parents assured me that the only bat I saw was a hallucination caused by a mild concussion. They said it was probably a football cleat that had caused the two neck punctures. Dr. Polidori recommended 36 hours of bed rest. Well, looks like I won't have to take that American lit test after all, I thought. My mom offered to bring some dinner up to me, but all I wanted to do was sleep. Later, my eyes snapped open, and it was the middle of the night. I found myself standing on the ledge of my second-story bedroom window in my pajamas. What? How? Was I sleepwalking? I teetered and started to fall out the window, except I didn't fall down into the yard below, but up. Now, I soared over the treetops of town. The silvery October moon made the yards and rooftops below appear pale. The shadow of me on one of the rooftops I flew over didn't look like me, but a large bat. My breath billowed in the cold air like a cloud, but I wasn't cold. No, I felt warm and alive. And hungry. I was starving. Probably because I'd skipped dinner. Then it occurred to me. I was having one of those flying dreams like you do sometimes. So I decided to enjoy it. I flew over my entire town of Homewood. The whisper of a bat on dark wings. When my mom woke me up the next morning, my head felt as heavy as lead. I managed to swing my legs out of bed and get up. She asked me what I wanted for breakfast. Nothing, I told her. I wasn't hungry. Oddly, I felt satisfied as if I'd had a five-course meal, but I couldn't remember eating anything. Shuffling from my bedroom, I went to the bathroom mirror. My face was extremely pale. Also, I could barely see my reflection. Is it possible for a mirror to be broken without being cracked? Somehow, I just didn't register in this mirror anymore. As I brushed my teeth, my two incisors looked sharp and long as daggers. What was going on? Returning to my bedroom, questions rattled in my brain. What was that with that bat dream? Why did I look so weird in the mirror? What's up with my teeth? And then, I found the answer crumpled in my sheets. A red ball cap in my bed that was flecked with dried blood. The hat that once belonged to Deacon Morris. I was a friggin' vampire bat. Well, I gotta tell ya, I love those flying dreams, but if I suddenly woke up and had a bloodstained hat of one of my enemies in bed with me, yeah, I may never go back to sleep again. <laughs> Alrighty, this story goes out to Mavi, one of my beloved listeners who sent an incredible video message. Mavi, I loved it, and I am so glad that you are a Story Club member. Honestly, I adore hearing from all of you, so send your notes and videos to ivy at gokidgo.com. Please send me more videos. Tell me what you thought about Shadow of the Bat or any of the other stories on this haunting podcast. Let me know of what you want to hear more of as well, or just say hi if you want to. Talk to me, people. And talk to your friends, too. Story Club is growing, so help me spread the word and let's be the biggest and best horror club for kids ever. And come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go Kid Go!
Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.